Hello? Ooh, spooky Halloween. Hello. It is officially spooky season here at EFBF, and I'm excited to be here, Chloe. We're filming in the morning. We have a different vibe going on, so I'm excited to catch up because I feel like we haven't just chit-chatted in forever. So I know. I got my spooky blanket. I got my big old chug of water. I love it. And I'm ready to go. I am so excited about something, Garrett, that like I have the opposite of like seasonal depression where everyone else gets depressed during fall and winter and they love the summer. I get freaking depressed during the summer. Like my heart is dethawing or something because I'm like, there is the slightest titch of chill in the air. <laughs> and I'm like, hallelujah. Let's see actually what the temperature is because it'll be so funny when it's like 85 degrees and I'm like, it's chilly out it's chilly out lol i'm the same way i have my pumpkin spice latte i have my little scenic view on youtube playing so i'm all in the vibe like i love it like this is crazy it's not even gonna get to 70 degrees today until noon oh wow that's, that's good nuts. it's 61 degrees outside right now and i am absolutely living for it and i just realized by looking that on tuesday Tuesday morning, which used to be one of my favorite sh stores to go to with my mom, on Tuesday morning, it's going to be 47 degrees, and I'm going to literally sleep on the balcony. I love it. I'm loving the weather. But other than that, Chloe, what have you been up to, bestie? Fill me in because I need to know everything. I know. It really does feel like we like have barely spoken. We've been the busiest bees. So I finished It Ends With Us, which is the Colleen Hoover book that I told you about on our last regular app. And this is going to be a little spoiler alert for anyone who might want to read it. So I never read the back cover of any of the Colleen Hoover books that I get. I just buy them and read them and I never know what I'm getting myself into. And it was so good. And this is the first time I've ever read a book where she wants you to fall in love with the main character and then he turns out to be an abusive piece of shit. And it was the biggest, like, what? What? So, yeah, that is a spoiler alert. But now I'm really excited because the movie's going to be coming out eventually. I don't know when it's coming out. But anyway, so, yeah, I'm really excited for when that movie does come out because now I'll have a little more insight and I'll be finished with the second book by then, too. I love that. I will definitely watch the movie when it comes out. Yes. So yes. <laughs> we'll fill you guys in. I'm really shocked, though. After reading a couple of Colleen Hoover books, I'm kind of shocked that this is the one that they chose to start with for a movie. Huh. A little bit. Like, I would have really thought Verity would have made the best movie ever because it's the craziest psychological thriller I've ever read. And I think it would make the most intense movie. It would give total, like, kind of like Gone Girl vibes with, like, even American Horror Story. Like, I think if Ryan Murphy produced Verity... For Colleen Hoover, it would be the craziest shit anyone's ever seen. And you heard that here first. I love that. It needs to happen. Like Chloe said, you heard it here first. So moving on from book talk, like I said, it has finally been getting just like a tiny bit chilly. So I've been spending a lot of time outside. Like anytime that I'm able to be outside lately, I want to be out there either hanging out on my balcony, walking Luffy. We found a new hiking spot that we've gone to a few times that has like, I think it's limestone that you hike on so it's like kind of an interesting like walk it's not too intense but it's enough to get Luffy a good exercise and get him like wiped out for the rest of the day 
and that's been really nice. And we went with one of Mitchell's work friends and his wife and their little baby girl and their dog, and we all had a good time together. And so now I think that's going to be like a regular Sunday thing, but we go on a family hike at the park with I love with that, that. that family too. And I just told Mitchell last night, honestly, I hope none of them ever listen to my podcast. So hopefully I'll tell none of them about it because this will be so weird. But I told Mitchell, so this guy that he works with that we went on the walk with, he's from another land. And I don't want to give too many details to give it away of who it is. But I find him so comforting whenever he's talking to his daughter because he really reminds me of my dad whenever I was like a little tiny baby, the way that my dad would interact with me. He's giving the very same energy, and it's always like, okay, that's so nice. It's very comforting. I love that. That's so fun, and I'm loving a hike, too. Like, I've actually recently mm -hmm. Googled, like, fall trails that like, are the most beautiful with all the fall leaves falling, so that's a full vibe, and we love a little family walk. Yeah, they have a little, like, camper backpack for their baby that has a little, <laughs> like, hood carrier thing. It's cute. So we've been doing that, and I got my car back, finally. Hallelujah, hallelujah, after a month. And so that's been good, but I'm terrified to drive it, so I never go anywhere. <laughs> but last night, Mitchell and I went to a spooky cocktail hour at this really cool little bar called Gibson Bar, I think. Um, and it was like a work cocktail hour party, which is always great because then, like, free drinks on his company all night which is great so i'm like give me the top shelf gin please for my gin and tonic lol they're like who are you with i'm like um i'm with him so fill it up <laughs> i'm a plus one so fill it up <laughs> but yeah so that was fun and i really really appreciated this is the last thing i'll say and then we'll get to your stuff but i appreciated so much that the bar that we went to went all out with halloween decorations they made a halloween spooky cocktail menu the only other thing that they were really missing out on, since it was also a planned, like, work party, I think they totally should have thrown on some Halloween, like, spooky music. Yes. Like, even if some of that's kind of cheesy and corny music, it's still kind of fun. Like, it sets the vibe. Like, the background. It does yeah. set the vibe. Yeah, I totally so, agree. That was the one thing, but we had this drink called the Witch's Brew a couple of times that had, like, gin and bitters and like blackberry and I want to say it had like rhubarb juice or something and then it had like nutmeg in it I don't even know what the hell it was in that thing but when I tasted it Mitchell and I looked at each other and I was like this cocktail is literally like spook in a book like this is perfect it tastes so good it tastes like a witch's brew how do they do it Chloe that's so funny because I've seen this wine it's at Trader Joe's called the witch's brew and it's like gone TikTok viral. So yesterday I was at Trader Joe's trying to find the witch's brew. And you know how I have anxiety. So Jared went up to an employee and was like, do you have this? I showed a picture. <laughs> and the guy was like, no. And walked away because I'm sure they've been asked so many times about mm. this damn witch's brew. But they didn't have any. But I love that you had some witch's brew. It could be it could be different, but still I love it. Oh, it's like, definitely different because mine was a cocktail with gin. But well, We're still connected in spirit is all I'm saying. We're, like, we're, we're very connected <laughs> in spirit. Like it's freaky. Like it's witchy. It's witchy. Are we the real Twitches? Twitches, sisters. We have never <laughs> such devoted sisters. <laughs> anyway, yes. anyway, anywho. Sometimes, you guys, the amount of times in my life where I've walked in on Garrett and sometimes Jared, too, when they're hanging out, watching stuff together, or just watching the strangest stuff. 
And, like, he goes through hyperfixations. So <laughs> it'll be like, oh, yeah, this month we're watching nothing but girls' gymnastics from 10 years ago all day. And I'm just <laughs> sitting there, like, <laughs> and then it'll be like, Jared, like, I want to watch a man build a dirt hut in the middle of the jungle with nothing but his bare hands. So we'll watch that for 10 hours. You stop bullying me right now. I'm done. I'm kicking you <laughs> off. Okay, so Garrett, tell me what in the hell have you been up to, Blee? So the past few weeks, I've been a little busy, B. Starting off like two weekends ago, I finally went to my first corn maze ever. Oh, that sounds so fun. And it was like set up for a little kids. So they had like the big thing of corn for like people who like to play. And they had like all this cute little fall festivities for all the kids. And for the kids, what the heck? Those are for me. For me, babes. I went and ran, swang, all of it. I was having fun. Heck yeah, <laughs> as you should. This is the perfect time to be a kid again. Exactly. It set the fall vibe perfectly. So we go in and there's three different mazes and we go through like the blue one easily, the green one easily. And then the lady was like, oh, like the orange one is the hardest. And I was like, okay, like fun because the other two were pretty easy. So I was like, finally it's a challenge. So we were in there. My babes too challenged. It was too challenging, babes. I. <laughs> Literally, we were in there and we kept going out the way we came in. We could not find a way out. So we literally went back in twice and we couldn't find the way out. So we had to go back through the entrance. Like, so fucking embarrassing. But, I mean, that means it's a good corn maze because we got lost. And that's what I wanted to do. But by that's the end, true. I was wearing, like, a jacket and I was hot. Like, we were walking. It's, like, long. So I was, like, hot. I'm like, okay. Like, I can't. We're out there for, like, over an hour. I was, like, okay. We got to go. We got to go. But overall, it was a great vibe. And... Like I said, it was my first corn maze, so pop my cherry on that. I have something that I want to kind of talk about really quick with you, and I don't mean to interrupt your woo-woo section, but I just had an idea. So I think we should start getting something in the works for next fall, where if we plan ahead, I think the four of us, me and Mitchell and you and Jared, should all go and like rent out a cabin somewhere and have a freaking spooky vacation. Yeah, like go up north. Like, I feel like even though this is kind of crazy to do now that we finally moved away from Georgia, but I feel like we could go to, like, Pigeon Forge area yeah. or, like, Dollywood area. No, you know. Because I want to do, like, the spooky bourbon tour or, like, the spooky moonshine factory tour or whatever. Like, all this stuff. I want to be in the mountains. I'm so down. Because also, coming up soon, guys... We have a little mountain trip to tell you guys about that happened recently. So that's super fun and I'm so dumb. Like that's always something I love. I never set out to go to the mountains, but every time I take a trip to the mountains, it's always more fun than I like, expected. Amazing. Yeah, it's so fun and like so different from like what it, we're used it's to. It's like so cozy, so relaxing. You literally just feel different when you're there. Like I never really knew how much I loved the mountains until I like got to be honestly like 20 I think the first time when I realized how much I love being around the mountains was when I was in Italy and I saw the Dolomites which like obviously because that's next level but just after that experience I've been around the mountain like different mountains several other times and I think I'm a mountain girly hey, like I, I think I would totally rather be like the mountains are calling and I must go rather than like I need a beach trip right yeah now. yeah I get that. I see it. Both sides. So I love both, though. I love both. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a good beach trip, too. But anyways, that's just a little side note. And I feel like maybe we should even talk to Holly and Roman and see if we could rent out that same cabin because that place was so cute. So freaking cute. Like, well, that's a whole different story. But yeah, I agree. I love that place. So I'll be down to go back. But 
Back to the core maze, it was amazing. And actually, the reason we found this place was because we were Googling like corn mazes around us and there was a lot of different places that had it. But we went to this Instagram and there was this sweet little lady that makes like these Instagram reels every day. Like, y'all come out to the farm. Like, it's a great day to come to the corn maze. And then afterwards, come to the pumpkin shop and buy a pumpkin. So she made us want to go. So we were done Does with she the... work there? Or yeah, she, she works local? there. Oh, okay. I think she might own it. I don't know. She could be the owner, okay. but don't quote me on that. <laughs> so after the corn maze, we went right up to the pumpkin shop because we had to get some pumpkins. And we walked in. And I tell you guys, I'll post a picture. They had the most variety of different kind of pumpkins I've ever seen in my life. They were all different shapes, all different sizes, all different colors. And of course, I had to get me a pink and a green pumpkin because EFBF, of course, babe. So it was giving me our colors and it was just like super effing cute. So I might post a what picture. What the heck? Why didn't you get an orange too? I am getting an orange one. Okay. I am getting an orange one. But the budget. The budget didn't allow it that day. Okay, that's... <laughs> That checks out, that checks. Because I was going to say pink and green as of now without the orange is giving almost Cosmo and Wanda vibes. Oh, it does. It gives Cosmo and Wanda vibes a little bit. But it's still really cute. We're getting like, there. They're, they're super cute. Garrett sent me a Snapchat of them. And obviously, like, pumpkins are the cutest anyways. Like, there's love the pie, love the pumpkin, love it all. So, like, what is your ideal, like, favorite type of pumpkin? Because there are so many different ones. Like, I like the really weird, ugly ones with all the warts on them and the crazy <laughs> colors and the weird shapes and stuff, like the gourds. I love those, but I also love a good flat pumpkin. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but, like, the kind of, like, flatter ones. And like, short and stout. Yeah, short and stout. That's my vibe of a pumpkin. But I also, I just love a pretty, like, perfect pumpkin like an orange like a mm -hmm. thick blossomed full regular pumpkins my girl like, i'm like yeah her any day of the week classic traditional classic. Mm -hmm. i'm just traditional you know me <laughs> you like the gourd the gordy ones with all of the warts on them and stuff they just give me even more witchy vibes because it looks like witchy skin or something that's true that is very spooky and like you said it's unique and i feel like that's the only time of year that you can actually use those like, i feel like pumpkins <laughs> can go after halloween but like those kinds are specifically for like the spooky Halloween season, you know? Yeah, I just love it. I can't wait until I'm a like rich housewife and I can be that woman who gets like 50 pumpkins and gourds to like spill down my front steps. Yes. <laughs> everywhere in the house is a freaking pumpkin. I love, <laughs> I love it. it. I cannot I wait. So we picked out our pumpkins and we were heading to checkout. And guess who I see as we're sitting in line? The lady from the Instagram. Oh, she comes like, up. I have no idea. And as soon as I see her, I look at Jared. I'm like, that's her. That's her. Like, what do, what do we do? Like, do we speak or something? And she comes up to us and she's like, do you want to put your pumpkins down on the table? You don't have to hold them. I was like, yes, ma'am, we will. Actually, because I was like, I don't want to say no to her. So I was like, yeah, we'll put them down. So we put the pumpkins down. And then Jared, of course, was like, wait, like we saw you on the Instagram. Like, you do so good. And she was like, that is me. Like, thank you so much. Like, we're so happy you came out today. And she was so sweet, so lovely. She honestly made the experience 10 times better. So shout out to you. You were so sweet and you made our visit so much better. And she was telling us all about the corn maze. She was like, yeah, Jerry does a great job growing that corn. He grows it in two different ways. So it's really thick and tall for you guys. And I'm like, it was amazing. Like, it was the best first experience I could have ever amazing. had. <laughs> but that was so much fun. Oh, I love that, Garrett. That sounds so fun. I wish, I mean, I had like an absolutely perfect time while I was there, but I wish almost a little bit that it would have been just like a titch closer to spooky season so that we could have done something like that together. But 
we still did get to go to the farmer's market and look at all the pumpkins. So that was like, that was spooky. Exactly. And that was the first introduction to any fall things I had. So we, we went in and together. we had that together. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. Well, tell me what else is up because you have had some visitors come to town. I sure did. So last week, my parents and my grandmother made a trip up to see me and Jared and it was so much fun because none of them have ever been to Raleigh or to where I live before because my parents came up the day I moved and just like dropped everything off and then left. We classic lived... Roman and Holly. Classic Roman and Holly. So they said, <laughs> dipping out. So they We're came... going to Mexico. <laughs> We're heading out. We're going abroad. Um, so they came and it was really fun. We did a lot of things that we did together, Chloe. But one thing I learned about my city is the first Friday of every month is the busiest because that's when a lot mm. of events happen. So in the square where the big chair was, there was a big market going on with like live music. It was so fun. There was like a little thrift shop set up and Jerry bought a sweater. And there was- Oh, I want to see. Send me a picture. It was really cute. It's like a knit wool one. It's really cute. And then I took them to the House of Art right beside it. I saw that. That looked fun. They, did they like it? They loved it. That was like one of their favorite things we did, they said. So they really liked that. Did you get drinks there and stuff? We did get a drink, but it was still slow. Like it was like, and only me and Jared got a drink. So it was like not that long, but it was still fun. And then we were making our way down to, you know where the coffee slash mm -hmm. bar was? So mm -hmm. right across from there was an ice cream shop. So we were walking down there and on the way, I see this like art event happening that I had no idea what it was, but it looked really cool. And as we turned the corner, we looked and it was like a gallery opening. So I was like, do you guys want to go in? Like, just check it out because... Might as well. We're right here. Might as well. So we walked in, just me and Jared, like, what's going on? Like, can you tell us, like, like give me some give me some tea. And she was like, oh, yeah, this is just like the first Friday of every month. We have a new installation come and it's a free event. And she was like, we also have all of the artists that work here are in their studios. You can go around to the each studio and talk to the artists that about their work. That is so cool. I would love to work somewhere like that and be like i'm just in my studio but feel free to come up and talk to me and ask me about my my art like yeah that's all i want i know right Honestly, freaking google the name of that place send it to me and i'll freaking apply <laughs> <laughs> you should it was so fun they had little workshops going on so i went outside i was like mom dad like grandmother let's come in like check it out they had live music going on and stuff so we walked around. I love an art exhibition, so I was enjoying myself. Yeah. And then we walked down to some studios, like to see what was going on. And there was this one artist that made these vases that looked like little baby doll heads from the '60s, and it was so unique and cool. And she, her work was so fun. That was probably my favorite artist I saw. So camp. It's really, it was really camp. And I was like, damn, like that's, that's iconic. But we were walking back, and all of a sudden, my mom was like. Wait, like this lady's telling us to go into this room. And I was like, what is going on? So grandmother and my mom disappear. Dis <laughs> they disappear. And they walk into this like little workshop area. And there was this little lady there that called them in. And they were making paper flowers. And she was like, guys, like if y'all want to make a flower with me, like get to grab some pieces of paper. So I was like, oh my God, like we have to. So we all sat down. We literally all were getting pieces of paper. And what were the colors? Green, orange, and pink were their only colors. No other ones. So I was like, okay, already the vibe set. And I swear to God, it was all meant to be because one, she was a teacher and my grandmother and my mom were both teachers. And then she was like helping us do all this. Halfway through, we found out she didn't even work there or like she just, she just did it and was like telling people how to do it there. So she was just like volunteering, I guess. But as we were going through, my grandmother was telling her about how I do art and stuff. And turns out this lady who's like in her 60s, she's like, I'm going back to school to be a graphic designer too. I was like, I oh. 
I was like, there is no way. I was like, there's no better time than start now. Like, you're going to kill it. It's so much fun. I love what I do. And she was telling me all about it. And we all made our little paper flowers. My grandmother killed it. She had the best one. I was like, grandmother, do you do this in your spare time? Because you killed it, babes. And it's like artsy. Artsy. It. That's where I get it from. <laughs> yeah. But it was so fun. And she, like, really made the night. And as we were leaving, she was like, bye, have a great night. And like I said, so I probably never see her again because she doesn't even work there. She just came to... <laughs> make some flowers and she killed it. So that was really fun. And we just went around the gallery, looked at everything. I love stuff like that that's just random and unexpected, but then ends up a lot of the times those things end up being like the best part of the day. Exactly, know? yeah. I love that, that sounds so fun. Also the like paper flower making, that's giving me, it reminds me of like cutting out the snowflakes out of paper and stuff like that. Like. I honestly miss doing just like goofy arts and crafts like yeah. that. It's fun. It's I so think fun. I'm gonna make paper snowflakes this year. I think you should. Like it was so fun. And there was no kids, so it was all adults just making flowers. I was like, you know what? This is what we need in the world right now. <laughs> A little bit like, more. Like also, this. honestly, business idea. How freaking lit would it be to have like a Hobby Lobby like type craft store sort of place? But where you walk in and there's a full bar so you start getting your drinks and then it's just like multiple different tables of different types of crafts going on all the time there are people there who can like lead you and teach you how to do the crafts or you can just freestyle it and you just go in there pay like a certain fee and then you get to keep whatever crafts you make and like just choose do you want to do pottery today? Do you want to paint today? Like, that would be so fun. That would be so much fun. Like you said, another business adventure. So basically, other than that, the weekend was pretty chill. We did a lot of different things, but the most important thing was just hanging out with my family and being with them. So it was just good seeing them because I won't see them again until Thanksgiving. So that was fun and they enjoyed themselves. Like I said, it was their first time in Raleigh. So took them all around. That reminds me, I have to cut you off. I have some sad news for everyone listening. Oh pod. yeah. Oh yeah. This is sad news. I officially, officially know for sure now that I will not be coming home for Thanksgiving this year. I am so bummed out about it, you guys. I know a few of you listening will be in our home area for Thanksgiving, and I've already talked to a few of you, been like, I'm going to come see you, and I'm so sad that I can't do it. It's just not, like, financially possible, especially for the short amount of time that we actually have available to travel and the distance like we only really have four days to do thanksgiving and it would take like a whole day to drive there and or to fly and then if we fly we can't bring luffy and then it's a holiday so there's no one to watch luffy so we just have not been able to do it i'm so sad about it like i'm really like so sad i know i'm super sad too but we always have christmas and if not it's just me planning my next trip to see you so we're not gonna let it get us down but i'm super depressed and i don't know about this so i've already got my tears out anyway on to more sad news we're gonna go through this really fast because i don't even want to talk about it but right before my parents got here my car messed up a little bit fixed it paid a lot of money for it and now it's messed up again and right after this podcast when i'm taking it right back to the shop i'm uh. pissed off like don't even want to talk about it, but yeah, my car is now fucked. Chloe has hers back, mine's now fucked, so we just switched places, I'm over it. But moving on, on the way to work one morning, I was on the interstate and I stumbled upon a really bad accident. There was this car that was like upside down smoking. I see people crawling out of the car. It was very scary, I was like crying. I had to call 911, freaking out. I like fucking seven in the morning, not what I want to be doing, but 
everything, I believe everyone's fine. I didn't like hear any updates about it, but just like traumatic and scary. I just want to tell all the besties, be careful on the road. Not even about yourself, but like the idiots around you. Like I drive so much on the interstate nowadays and people are actually idiots. So just be no, careful, besties. It's so scary. I have been driven when I used to work in Georgia and I had to ride on the interstate every day. And Georgia has a, like at least a really big patch of the I-16 that's like just really dangerous because it's close to the port. So there are a lot of semi-trucks in that area, like a lot. And... I used to drive on that every single day. My dad still does, which makes me so sad and like so worried all the time. But this freaking crazy MFR rode me off the road into the median going like 70 miles per hour because we're on the interstate and literally just cut me off, like intentionally looked at me and then shoved me over into the median. I thought I was going to die because going that fast once my car hit the grass and I have a sedan. My car was like bumping and turning and I was like, I don't know what's about to happen. It was so scary. And all I remember in that moment was that I wasn't even scared to die. Well, it was scary, like looking back, but in the moment I wasn't even scared to die. I was so angry. And if something really would have happened, I actually would have died so angry that day because I was like this stupid person who's probably just going home after a day of work is in such a big rush to get home and relax that they literally just put my life in jeopardy. And it made me so angry. So please do be careful, you guys. And you never know who's in the other car. There could be a newborn baby on the way home from the hospital. Like it could be anything. Also, another thing I want to mention, like with Garrett, if you do see an accident like that, call the police. Mm -hmm. Even if even if there are 10 other people standing around and they might have all called the police, Go ahead and call because there's this thing called the bystander effect where a lot of the times people will just assume that somebody else has called and then nobody no one has like just it's better to be safe than sorry just go ahead and call there's nothing wrong with doing that and like if you ever see someone driving really really erratically too sometimes it might not necessarily be that they're drunk sometimes people have medical emergencies while they're driving i've seen that happen and that's really really scary when like you can tell someone just had a heart attack and their car is just like veering off the side of the road it's very scary so just you know be aware of your surroundings like my parents always told me like when I started driving Garrett just said the same thing it's not that I'm worried about your driving I'm worried about all the other drivers out there now, I'm not even the best driver so I am a little worried about my driving but <laughs> yeah be careful because I mean People are scared of getting in planes when significantly more people die of getting in a car every single day. It is terrifying. We get in a death machine every single day. Exactly. So. No, you're so right. So moving on from all of that heavy stuff, Chloe, tell me what you're obsessed with. I need to know all of it. Okay. So you have a lot more that you're obsessed with right now this week and you've got better stuff, but there's a few things I want to talk about. First things first, we have not talked about delicate, AHS delicate at all yet. So... I'm not even necessarily obsessed, but this was just a good area for me to get it in. What are your thoughts so far? My thoughts, it's giving very much cult with Sarah <laughs> Paulson trying to make the girl look crazy. Like, it's all a lot of <laughs> gaslight going on. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, if I was Emma Roberts, I would be going insane because, like, it just is weird. Like, it's just, like, yeah. weird stuff going on. I'm like, I follow, but I'm like, 
what's going to happen to make it all like, connect a little point? bit? Like, it, what's the Yeah. I need to know the backstory to the bad guys. Because right now, it's just like, I'm getting her POV. And I'm like, I'm like fucking confused. So I can't imagine what she's going through. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like the gaslighting part is the scary part right now. Like yeah. that. And they've done this before. And they've focused on this theme before of like, basically, for whatever reason, these entities choose one target and choose to drive them insane. And like, it's also giving similar vibes to Roanoke because all these things start happening and people are questioning their own mind. And like, that is scary. That's like a tactic that a lot of horror films and books and stuff like that use because it gives a psychological thriller level to it. But I think it's pretty, like, it's decent. It's not, I'm not obsessed with it yet, but I'm still going to keep watching. I agree. Kim Kardashian is doing, like, a better job than I expected. I don't think she's necessary for the show. Like, I think anyone could have played that role very easily. Like, I don't think she's really necessarily giving anything or, like, bringing anything. But it's interesting to see her, like, work for someone else. I know. Her life. It is interesting. I mean, we're only three episodes in, so we just have a little taste of it. But like you said, I'm not obsessed, but I'm still watching. It's Some of the scenes mm-hmm. are gross. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But that's just American Horror Story. So it's giving yeah. the it's still giving the spooky vibe. So I like that because it's like a part of the season. So yeah, so far so good. But it's, I could definitely see this was, I feel like this was kind of a, a risky theme. Yeah. Because... I feel like there's a huge population of American Horror Story fans who simply won't be able to watch this season because of personal trauma and it just being too triggering. Yeah. Like, this is a a very triggering topic for a lot of people. I know a lot of their seasons do have triggering topics or, like, essay, stuff like that, that can, like, be really hard to watch. But I feel like this is a very niche trauma to tackle. Yeah. No, it is. It's very niche. Yeah. Well... Anyways, we'll see. We'll we'll keep you guys updated on our feelings. But other than that, like as it has become spooky season, I've started watching my fall time movies. So we've seen The Adams Family, like the OG one and The Adams Family Values. Those were so fun. I just love it cuz like it's so nostalgic to watch those old movies. And you can just like sit there and enjoy. It. I feel like I just sit there and like smile watching them. And the older I get, I like laugh at everything like ha 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 ha. ha. Because I'm just like, because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, the joy, the simple joy of watching something goofy from my childhood and just relaxing, like, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so that's been good. And then um, I also watched Practical Magic the other day. So that one was really fun. There was a scene that I totally forgot existed. Like when she gets possessed at the end. I literally forgot any of that happened. So I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? I was so confused. (laughs) And I think the movie's great right up until that part. I think that part's a little, like, cheesy, but... (laughs) Love Sandra Bullock. She's so hot. And I've been napping a lot. I have gotten four migraines this week, so I have not been having a good week. uh, Which It's been getting in the way of me being able to be productive, which is really pissing me off because I've got a lot of stuff to do right now. But I've just been, like, napping, trying to set a cozy vibe to get through it. And Mitchell got me a new fall time cozy blankie, so I love that. And I've been writing some snail mail to send out to my family because I was like, what should I do that's just like a cozy, fun little thing that I don't do very often? I was bored one day and I'm like, I want to do something different. Like, what should I do right now? So I was like, I'm going to write postcards to everyone I love. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I literally did. So you might be getting some happy mail. I love that. That's so fun. And I'll just go ahead and say there are some EFBF besties listening who are also getting some happy mail. Besties be on the lookout. If you know, you know. (laughs) From literally the co-host of EFBF podcast is sending you something in the mail. So The. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Um, But other than that, last thing I want to talk about really quick before we get into your obsessed stuff, because you've got some really good stuff to talk about. I have a couple products that I want to tell you about. Tell me. Okay, so first things first, have you seen or heard of the Monday products, Monday shampoo and conditioner? Mm-mm. I want you to try it sometime next okay. time you get shampoo. So typically, I really like to always kind of like switch up my shampoo. Usually by the time I finish a bottle of shampoo and conditioner, I want like a different scent or like something else. So I usually swap it out. This is the first time in my entire life I have repurchased Monday shampoo and conditioner like three or four times in a row. Oh, I love it. So I use the Yucca app. It scores pretty well. I can't remember off the top of my head the exact score, but it's like decent compared to a lot of other stuff, definitely. So they're decent products for your hair. I believe it's a woman-owned company, which we love. Love. The smell is amazing. It smells like I think you would like the smell too because it's not necessarily like feminine or anything like that. It doesn't have like any – I mean, I guess a scent can't really even have a fucking – anyways, but – The scents are (laughs) non-binary, and it gives me a very salon-like kind of smell, like a salon shampoo smell, and I've tried the gentle, the, like, smoothing, and the repair one, and I've loved them all. I think the repair was my favorite one so far, so, yeah, I just wanted to share that because I think that they're good products, and I think I'll be repurchasing, and also, they're, like, very affordable compared to other stuff on the market like and it has better quality ingredients than a lot of the stuff that costs more money at my local like walmart and target and that kind of stuff it's always around six dollars and some change i love that for for like each bottle so twelve dollars thirteen dollars for a set that's a good deal like it's good stuff i recommend but what i recommend more than anything i have it right here on my desk because i wanted to make sure to talk about it i got this forever ago it's almost like used up But I really have to tell you guys about this because I will be repurchasing it. I think this is one of my favorite products I have ever had in my whole life. And it's from e.l.f. Oh, we love e.l.f. Yes. So it's affordable right off the bat. So this is the Hemp Cannabis Sativa Dope Dreams Sleeping Mask with hemp-derived cannabis sativa and jojoba beads. And so it's a nighttime, like, sleeping mask. And it's got little – it's like a white mask with little blue beads in it. Okay, so the reason I wanted to talk about it now is because we're switching into fall season. I typically get some dry skin in the colder weather. Like living in Texas, I don't know if I'm really going to experience that too much. But even wearing makeup dries my skin out on a regular basis. So I this is my favorite product to use before bed for like a nighttime routine. And it literally feels so luxurious on your face. It feels way better than a lotion or a cream. Like there's something different about it it goes on so thick and you feel like you've just had a facial every single time that you put it on and then you wake up the next morning and your face is not greasy or slimy or feel gross it has never once broken me out or like clogged my pores this is my holy grail product oh my gosh i need to try it for sure then it's amazing i double checked before talking about it on the pod it is still on the market like you can still buy it 
I have no idea. I'll have to look to see. I don't know if they even sell it in stores, but like this dead ass is worth ordering online. Like I never would do that normally. This shit is worth it. She's obsessed. I love it. So effing good. (laughs) And it works for dry, oily, or combination skin. So basically like anybody can use it. She's inclusive. It's amazing. Okay. I love that, Chloe. It's also great with a gua sha. Oh. To gua sha it on. I love that. I would recommend obviously washing your face in the morning, anyways, but like definitely you you want to wash it off in the morning before you apply your makeup, but like it's not like gross on your skin or anything. Hey, no complaints for me, babes. I love. Okay, enough about me. What's been going on? What are you obsessed with? What do you love? Okay, so I have a few things I'm obsessed with this week. The first thing I want to talk about is all of the fashion weeks just happened, and there was two collections that really stood out that I wanted to talk about. The first brand we've loved forever, Versace, and they tapped in to the 60s vibe completely. They have pastel colors, a lot of, like, yellows, a lot of prints that reminded me of Gianni. Mm-hmm. And it made me happy to see. It's very classic Versace, and... It made me happy looking at it. It was, like, fun. It It wasn't, you know? It felt like a nod to Gianni. It felt like he was present in this line. Exactly. You know, like, his his memory was, like, stitched into this line. Not, like, in a cheesy way, but there's just, like, there's some Gianni woven in there. Yeah. For sure. Specifically, the men's shirts they did had, like, the classic Versace print on top of this, like, blue and white checkered. It was just, like, luxe. It gave me, like I said, the 60s a little bit, and chef's kiss even like had in the women's hair like little tiny bows like with the little Mm -hmm. beehives it was just Mm -hmm. so good and fresh and i don't know i love so if you have the versace money go purchase you some (laughs) yeah Yeah, and then purchase us some uh, yes (laughs) and then the second brand i want to talk about is moschino favorites one of our all-time favorite houses always we love we've talked about them before during the met episode and one thing in particular that stood out about this collection was the way they let the models have personality they were like Mm -hmm. turning they were like acting like the models in the 90s and it was just fun to see and it wasn't boring and the clothes were so good and so fun like always mosquito so fun and camp so it was good to see and i know that Jeremy just made his exit. So I'm glad that we can see that the new creative director is still keeping with the brand and is having their own style, but also keeping true to the brand. So it was just fun to see. And it like really... it was a good transition. Everything went smoothly. It wasn't like one of those situations where like, hold up, this is different. Like this yeah. is, what what is this? Which I appreciate because even if he goes and decides to do something different a little bit later down the line, I appreciate him respecting everything that Jeremy has spent so long building and sort of like continuing that flow at yeah. least for now yeah it gave a little nod to him but overall it was <laughs> yeah. it was really fun and those are the two collections that I really saw and loved that I wanted to talk about and I might post a video on Instagram of the Moschino models because it was just fun seeing the models have fun like after a while seeing people just like walk in a straight line and then turn around and walk back kind of can get boring even though it's like yeah. meant to be the clothes you know but it just i think personally when the models have fun it it sells the clothes even more i do too and that was the one thing like overall that i feel like i noticed from fashion week this season was that people were being more creative with the models with the runway with the, like the theme of the runway did you see the one where it was like work check-in with the badges yep so like that was cool 
Um, at first, I thought it was supposed to be giving like subway, like going into the subway, but it was more like checking in at work. And either way, I think even the subway would have been a cool idea too. Like I like when they do something a little different. And a lot of, I saw a lot of comments where people did not like that. I think there was also one, this might've been an old video that I saw, I cannot even remember, but it was like basically everyone coming out looking like the morning after, like they're literally stepping out of like a bedroom after just and they're like putting on their clothes like walking out yeah i think that's cool it gives another level it adds to the art it makes it sexy and one thing that it does for me and as someone who is obviously interested in design like loves fashion has designed before myself for me it's all about who are you designing for and like one thing i love so much about versace is that gianni versace god rest his soul he was one of those people who he was like, I am not designing for me. This is not about me at all. This is about the woman that will wear my dress and how she feels when she wears my clothes. Does she feel sexy? Does she feel confident? All these things. And he was designing for an empowered, sexually liberated, free woman. That's what makes his brand, especially when he was alive and he was designing, that's what made his brand so on point because he really knew the core of his brand and who he was designing for. And so like whenever they do stuff like the checking in and out of work or like falling out of someone's apartment, putting your shoes on kind of stuff, it just paints an image. It paints a picture of who this is that we're designing for, who who are wearing these clothes. Exactly. Like you said, it really does kind of paint the picture towards the target audience, like where it's supposed to be worn or applied to or where even they get the inspiration from. So I love that. And Fashion week was a success in my opinion. My favorite part was when Kim Kardashian was late to Victoria Beckham's fashion show and Anna Wintour gave Kim the nastiest look and didn't even look at her. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, oh, okay, we'll see who's going to the Met this year. I was just going to say, we all know Anna Wintour is one of the few women on earth where like you do not mess with Anna. You don't push her buttons. You don't get even close to her like her line you don't even get close to crossing that shit because once uh -uh. you do there's no going back there is no going back and also just think about like i can't i have chills thinking and imagining if anna's people find out that she is no longer interested or is disappointed or has moved on or whatever from a specific person specific celebrity think about the butterfly effect the snowball effect that that would have on your career like so many people would turn away from you if they found out that Anna had turned away from you it's Ooh. crazy she could be the queen of America she really could <laughs> she, <laughs> she is. basically is I was about to say yeah she basically is <laughs> lol but that was super fun so I wanted to touch on those two collections but moving on from that I've also been obsessed with the fall season tapping into that two things I want to talk about I'm over pumpkin carving. We'll never do that again in my life. We're painting pumpkins only. I'm obsessed. I think it's so fun because there's so many different designs. And you have way more creativity, in my opinion, when you can And paint. you can keep it for longer because they don't get all gross and like rotted and slimy. Exactly. And like, I, I still know. think a good pumpkin carving is fun. I don't I, don't say never because you will carve pumpkins with my kids in the future. Yeah. But like for me personally, like, it's just like <laughs> I... I will always prefer to paint a pumpkin. You know what I mean? Okay. But I get I get it. Like, it's the whole experience, but I'm kind of just over grabbing stuff out of pumpkins. But I get That's it. That's fair. 
I feel like it would be more fun to buy one of those craft pumpkins from Michael's and carve that. If you're going to carve a pumpkin, do that, and then you can keep it every year. Exactly. Like, the reason I'm over is because, like you said, it's like it lasts for a week and then it's done, whereas painting it, it lasts That's forever. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and a lot of messiness. Gross. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. <laughs> anyway, second thing I'm obsessed with, and I love this. So every single morning when I wake up, I go to YouTube and I put on like a fall background. Like right now there's one on of like a lake coffee shop mm -hmm. with some pumpkins around. It really just sets the vibe for me and it calms me down. It has like jazz music going. So yes, I, I love that people make those. I do those too. Those are my favorite. Like I love Christmas ones, fall time ones, even like summer ones at night where it's like on a porch, like when it's raining, summer rain or like whatever. Like I think they're awesome they're also so good to put on it if you're like a reader to have that on in the background really sets the scene like it's so relaxing it's so I relaxing it. like when i edit the podcast it's always on like it just calms me down and especially in the morning i have really bad morning anxiety but every time i put it on it calms me down it sets a mood and i love it and i love that you use those too one of my favorite ones is this one's more like to fall asleep to or to read to but during christmas time i have this one saved it's like you're in the basement it's christmas time there's a christmas movie playing like upstairs and it's snowing and like there's a fire crackling so like there's all the different levels but my favorite like layer to it is the movie playing like upstairs where you can barely kind of hear it i don't know what it is about that but it like tickles my brain so hard because it, it like really triggers some kind of nostalgia for me because i feel like a kid again and I can hear the TV in the other room and my siblings are watching it or something it's so crazy I love it so much so I love that so yeah thank you to all of the people who make those because you guys rock they really do and I mean people are always watching it's like a live stream and there's like 2,000 people always watching so they're getting their money so I live but yeah if you have never watched one go check it out it's really calming and relaxing but I want to switch from that to a completely different note so last week, the trailer for the new Elvis movie, Priscilla, came out, and I've actually found out that this movie is based on Priscilla Presley's book. I did not know that. Okay, I didn't know that so, either. So, if you don't know, Jacob Elordi is playing Elvis, and I just, first and foremost, this is, isn't a fair chance because we just had a great Elvis movie come out. So, like, it's just hard for me to go past that, but I'm going to look past it. He's playing Elvis, and this movie is taking a very different approach from the last Elvis movie because it's kind of tapping into what the Elvis movie left out, how mm -hmm. Elvis was talking to a 14-year-old when he was in his 20s, which obviously is weird and something we do not promote, support, any of that on this podcast. Condone. Condone, none of it. But I think it's very interesting that this is being put out there. And obviously, the budget just doesn't look there to me. Like It's just like, mm. yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, we just had fucking Baz Lerman created Elvis movie like I mean that's yeah yeah if you can't do it don't do it like I mean I'm gonna watch it but I will say Jacob's definitely tapping into his Nate character Nate from Euphoria and if you don't know Nate's character is very manipulative a douchebag just like someone you don't want to be around and he's definitely putting that into Elvis so obviously it hurts but I mean the story has to be put out there because I mean it's all facts and what I've been seeing a lot is obviously it was a different time, but that just doesn't excuse it. Like it's still weird. No way you put it, no way you look at it. It's weird. And I mean, yeah. the story needs to be told, especially if this is Priscilla's story from her book, then it's her real life. So we can't just ignore it and glamorize it if it's the truth. 
Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't think at this point there's really no point in doing like a smear campaign on Elvis. He's dead. Yeah. Like it's it's over. Obviously, in our current day, anyone being with a 14 year old period is just gross because that's a child. Even 14 year olds being with other 14 year olds, it's like go outside and ride a bike, please. Exactly. But I agree with what you're saying that like it's it is important, however, that we don't necessarily just like sweep this part of the history under the rug. And then like with Baz Luhrmann's Elvis movie, which wasn't just about Elvis, it was also really about the relationship he had with his manager. Yeah. So that was like a little bit of a different storyline there. However, I loved that movie so much, but I feel like it did continue to glamorize and romanticize Elvis. I think that the wool has been pull, like pulled away from a lot of people's eyes and they're starting to realize Elvis was pretty fucking gross actually. Yeah. And like, I don't think we need to like necessarily smear him at this point, like I said, but also I don't think we need to keep like putting him on a pedestal and idolizing yeah. Elvis at this point. His music is good. Like his music aside, whatever, a lot of it wasn't even his. We've learned that now we've learned that he borrowed quote unquote, a lot from the black community, which is not, cute either and then the stuff with girls and then like i've recently heard some other like stories where he just did not sound like a good man like he just really really didn't he sounded like he had a really short temper was obviously very like spoiled from the lifestyle that he developed had a weird relationship with his mom and a bad relationship with substance abuse so like just all around not a great role model not a great like person so we'll see we'll see what this movie yes yeah. we shall see i am too so moving on from elvis i want to touch on one of our favorite topics of all time real housewives yes, so last week we got spoiled we got three trailers for three brand new seasons of housewife franchises so new york city is about to end and orange county just ended so we're getting rid of two so they're bringing back three at the beginning of november we have Real Housewives of Potomac, which is set mm-hmm. in like DC area, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and Real Housewives of Miami. And when I tell you the girls did not come to play, all of the trailers were fantastic. I'm so excited to have just have fresh faces on the screen and have some new drama going on. I just have to touch on Beverly Hills. Those girls are insane. I'm excited because Kyle and Mauricio are going through some divorce drama right now, which is so intense because I'm obsessed with them. Like ever since I've watched, I've been obsessed with them and I love Mo. So it breaks my heart, but I'm ready for the drama of it all. And we also get Denise Richards back and that's going to be- You crack me up, Garrett. (laughs) That's going to be a whole other situation. But I just had to touch on it because guys, if you don't watch, this is the time to join. You're like, they're divorcing, which is really sad, but like, I love it because it's entertaining. Like, it breaks my heart, but like, I'm excited to watch it. I mean, it's happening. I can't change it. So let's... I know Jared has got to be so excited for Real Housewives of Miami. So excited. Our girls he are back. He loves that shit. I know he does. It's so good. I think and... Jared needs to move to Miami. Like, honestly, <laughs> I think he would love, I think like either Miami or like Havana. Yeah. I think that's where he needs to be. That's his element. And our Miami girls, Marisol and Alexia, are back. They're freaking crazy. And apparently, Alexia is going through some financial troubles. And that's not a housewife look. It's giving Meredith Marks and all of her rented homes. Oh. 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 
So guys, all I'm gonna say is we're gonna have a good Real Talk episode coming real soon. Like honestly, three hours because we have so much to catch up yeah. on on Real Housewives and I know not everyone's into that. So I just had to touch on that just a little bit because three new seasons, like I'm, I'm booked and busy for the next three months. Like don't talk to me ever. Like if you don't watch Real Housewives, get Peacock, start with Salt Lake City, you won't be disappointed. You'll be this, hooked. This year, this season, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what to say about these women. It's crazy. Mary, I am convinced now, Mary's not a real person. That's an AI bot. She's That's not an real. AI person because nobody fucking acts like that. She's so strange. She's the, with all love, like, she's so weird. And checked out, like, I, feel, I think the other girls just, like, don't even pay her attention. They're like, it's just, like, just don't even. She's, like, the she's crazy just, like, aunt. the biggest bitch I've ever seen in my whole life. She's actually the meanest, like, bitchiest person. Like, she is the true definition of an actual bitch. She gives no fucks. Like, she'll like, walk away. There's, I'll just tell you guys, for anyone who doesn't watch it, there's this one scene that happened. They're all at the Trixie Motel, which, like, that's a whole nother level of it. They're all hanging out by the pool on a little girl's vacay. And Angie, she was like, Mary, come sit with us. Come here. And Mary's like, no. And please stop talking to me like that. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? She's okay, like, bitch. Let me eat my burger in peace. If I would have been there and I said, Mary, come here, come sit with us. And she said, no, and please don't talk to me like that. I would be like, all right, bitch, you want me to change the way I talk to you? I'll talk to you like this then. That's oh. what you want. Like, <laughs> Unhinged, guys. Like the whole, this whole season is unhinged. So get into it if you haven't. But moving on from the housewives, we had an anniversary recently that we've touched on a little bit in like one of the first episodes of EFBF. But me and Chloe saw Kesha four fucking years ago. And we saw her at Pride in Atlanta. It was a free concert. And I just got the Snapchat memories. And you can tell it was a free concert because there's like two speakers on the stage. Like we could barely hear it. And in my videos, you can hear people talking. Even though like we were close <laughs> to the stage. Like, but it was hey, cute. It was amazing. It, it was, was fun. It was so fun. And one thing that I loved about it, first of all, it was free. We saw Kesha for free. Like, yeah. That's fucking dope. But because it was just a free concert and because it was for Pride, she basically got to do whatever the heck she wanted with her set list. So we just got to listen to literally all the bangers. Yeah. Just banger after banger after banger. Like, we have heard TikTok live by Kesha. That doesn't click. Like, I need to see her again. Like, that's so iconic. It's so good. I think good. we need to, like, literally take a second here and remember that when TikTok by Kesha came out, that was a national anthem for this country, for children. Yeah. Across America. Children who should not have even been listening to the song, but here we all are now, and we're all fucked up. <laughs> that was so iconic. Iconic. I, I love it. I would absolutely pay to see Kesha again. A hundred percent. Absolutely. I love her. Iconic. So I love her, too. Guys, if you've never seen Kesha, get you a ticket, because she is going on tour right now. So if you want to see her, this is your chance. This is the perfect time. Exactly. <laughs> so actually, talking about music, Chloe, what is your song of the week okay so this week was actually really hard for me to pick one because i sort of go through phases every once in a while where i just go to my music app and hit shuffle and just like let whatever comes and i'll skip some stuff if i don't like it i'll fast forward to one that like triggers me that i want to listen to so i really haven't had like oh i've been obsessed with this song lately or i like i've really been onto this album lately i've kind of just been doing whatever but I have been baking recently and like we've talked so much about the spooky vibes so 
I was baking and I started singing this to myself as I was baking. And then after that, I've been listening to it quite a bit. Cinnamon Girl by Lana Del Rey. I was making something with cinnamon and I just started going, cinnamon in my teeth. And it just triggered me to listen to it. It's just such a good song. And it honestly is like really fun for fall time. It, It is a little like fall time vibe. And then I don't have this one written down. But another one that I absolutely love that I have also been loving lately is Don't Hold Your Breath by Brazen Cyrus featuring Old Sea Brigade and Victoria Bigelow, which was a freaking mouthful. But it gives me like sitting around a campfire vibes. Like it's very chill, definitely a nighttime song for when you want to wind down and relax. I love it. It's a good, it's a good relaxed song. I love that. So fun. I have to check that out and lana's cinnamon girl if you've never heard it it's actually so iconic the whole norman fucking rockwell album is one of my favorite albums of all time so tap into it i kind of want to get a cat and name her cinnamon girl that's cute like full name cinnamon girl cinnamon girl and if you know you know (laughs) and it'd be a boy cat yeah either one cinnamon girl hey i live i live okay so what music been jamming too so my song of the week is young folks by peter bior and john and if you don't know the song you probably have heard it before it's so good it's giving me the fall vibes a little bit it takes me back to like the early 2000s as well and overall just a great song like it's super fun and it's a song that kind of goes back and forth between two different people and it's just so good it sets a vibe for me and I love it. If you've never heard it, I would really recommend it. It's super cute and it's fun, and I've been listening to it so much, especially on my drive to work. It's like a main character soundtrack kind of song. Like, this is like certain songs like that. I'm like, these are cool, cool girl songs that if I w- had my own show or movie, these would be playing in the background. Yeah. Episode. I love the instrumentals, like. I can't whistle, so I can't do it correctly. But I love that. And then... Oh. Oh. Oh, she said, I can whistle, bitch. I got you. (laughs) And then some music news. So as you know, Troy Sivan was releasing a new album last time we talked about him, when we talked about his single, Rush. And his new album officially came out, Something to Give Each Other. And his third single, One of Your Girls, came out, and he was in drag, and I sent it to Chloe, and she's apparently very uncomfortable by that whole situation, but I thought it was fun because Ross Lynch was in it, and he was, like, the love interest for Troy, and my favorite scene was when Troy was in frame, and then it switched to him being in drag, and I just lived. I think it's fun. I thought it was a fun thing, and I wasn't expecting it at all, just because that doesn't seem like something Troy would do. I guess it does, but I just wasn't expecting it. And the song's really cute. The album's really fun. It's only 10 songs. And it's very much like a fun going out to the club album. But, Chloe, what are your opinions? (laughs) Garrett loves Troy Sivan. He really always has, like, from the beginning. I feel like if I was a musician, I would be in that catalog of, like, an artist. I think you you would, too. I think you like him so much because I feel like you're relatable to each other. He's living out my dream. Like, I can never be because I don't have the vocals. But, like, I just am living through uh, I disagree the vocals are there <laughs> honey but okay so I don't know what it is obviously like I love drag it's not that I'm uncomfortable with drag that is not the issue whatsoever I support mm. drag mm. I love drag all hail drag what is your issue over there sir good mm. sir what's going on 
it was the something about it like him and drag plus his eyes were really intense there was one specific dance move that he did and i was like wow oh yeah <laughs> like, i was just like my god i don't know it just didn't i don't know it, wasn't it didn't do it for you it didn't do it for you i don't know why i don't know what it was like honestly i think when rupaul is in drag i'm pretty sure she's the most beautiful woman i have ever seen in my whole life and she's the queen of drag. And so that's where my standards are at. And Troy didn't hit it. I mean, I get it. You have standards now. Like she's she's a judge. She judges drag. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> RuPaul, you heard it here first. Get me on the show as a guest judge. <laughs> so yeah, if you haven't heard any of the songs you just mentioned, go give them a listen because we know you guys will love them. But I think it's time to dive into the main course, which also has some music in it. So, <laughs> Chloe, tell us, what is our main course for the week? So this is a fun little episode that we're really excited to talk about, something a little different than what we normally talk about. So, as most of you know, Garrett is a graphic designer, and we both were in college at the same school, and we also both were in creative degrees, designs, fields, whatever you want to call it. And we just really always, like, obviously we're everyone's favorite best friends. We're best friends. That's a given but we also have always really worked well together and we really bounce off each other's ideas really well and everything so Garrett had a project for school for one of his classes and the project was to make a music video and I just so happened to be the honored chosen honorary guest star that he chose to feature in his music video so that's what we're gonna be talking about today of course you guys are gonna get a chance to see the music video but Garrett, you tell me a little bit about your process. Like what was the actual assignment? Just walk me through it. Okay, so the first thing I wanna talk about is this class was very interesting because we were doing stuff with video and I really never did that before. And the first project we did was a one take video. That was a project. You just have to take, make a video in one take. The second assignment was to have multiple clips. So my head went straight to a music video because that's my dream job is to like work with clients and make music videos for them. I think it's so fun. I love watching music videos. I've always wanted to direct one. So I was like, this is my opportunity. Like, let me do it. So first things first, as soon as we got the project, I went to Pinterest and in my head, I had like a nineties grudge, like hot girl, like a little drunk tipsy, but like sexy nineties supermodel wanting like revenge, like someone that you wouldn't think would be like doing something bad is doing something bad. So that was my inspo mm. from it. I have a full Pinterest board of just like a lot of reds, a lot of like glitter, cherries, like sexy. And then I was like, wait, the first thing I have to decide is a song. So I was so stressed. I was like, what song am I gonna do? And then automatically we go to like the top five girlies. We have like Gaga, Miley, Lana, Noah, all the girls, right? And as soon as I got the aesthetic, I knew who else could it be except for our girl, Lana. It had to it be really Lana. It had to be Lana. It had to be Lana. Like, I don't know why, and, but like, it took me there. And I also want to interrupt and say that Garrett is so right. When he says that he has always wanted to make music videos, since the day I met him, like this is something he has always been passionate about. He loves watching music videos, researching them. Like this, like that would be the perfect job for Garrett, like as a creative director to create music videos that's his perfect job I love and it. this just proved it we had so much fun and on zero budget like once we talk about this and you guys go and watch it I just want you to imagine we did this in one day with no money 
for a class on a weekend in the one day that we could fit it in. But imagine if there was budget and time and resources, just that's just my little disclaimer. Yeah. Also, we've never, like, I've never edited a video before. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. We had, like Chloe said, no budget. We had to use free locations. We used clothes that she already had, like literally barely anything. So that was super fun. And like Chloe said, we worked so well together. So I knew Chloe had to be my girl. We worked so well together and we have the same vision. Like I could tell her, especially who else could I trust a Lana music video with? Like we That's true. We like grew up on Lana together and then also we chose the song Diet Mountain Dew from Born to Die, which automatically like creates the vibe. Like I don't know yeah. how a song could have been so perfect, you know? I remember so much of this process and us working on this together like it was yesterday. Like it was so fun. We had such a good time. Honestly, I would love to do this again just for fun. Yeah. What's going on? Wow. Thank you. Hello, Brechiania. Wow. And what's in here? Oh, my oh. coffee. <laughs> Sorry for that interruption, you guys. Um, Mitchell just surprised me and brought me breakfast and coffee. I'm like... Oh, who is let she? Me take, let me take a little bite of my eggs. Okay. So yummy. So, I remember filming this like it was yesterday. I remember, like, all the different locations that we went to, like, all the different things that we tried, all the different ideas that we bounced. And one thing that I remember so specifically about it, basically, as soon as you picked the song, everything just unfolded. Yeah. Like, it literally just started happening, flowing perfectly. And when Garrett says, like, we can work together and, like, share ideas and he can say something and I know exactly what he means, like, we don't even have to talk most yeah. of the time. And we just get the vision, get everything. Literally, the way that the music video ended and came out was exactly what I had envisioned from the very start yeah and then like even like if I would give an idea for something it would be like oh my god yes let's do it like we were just on the same page and I gave very few ideas like this whole thing really was Garrett but I'm just saying like it was to the point where we just like got that vision we knew what was happening. We started rolling with it yeah Chloe like you said that's why I chose you too because we don't even have to speak like I barely gave her direction and like she was the actress I needed. It was so, so good. So before we get into the locations, the outfits, everything, I kind of want to give the storyline of like where our heads were. So in my head, I came up with the story that this woman gets cheated on and she kind of like spirals out and goes a little crazy. And like I said, the inspiration was like 90 supermodel, grunge, sexy, everything red. Cause like red's sexy, but also like blood. So it has like a double- Sexy, but scary. Like sexy, but like charged, like yeah, electric. Exactly. So I saw red and that was basically the storyline. It's just like a woman getting revenge. And at the end there's like a, the last scene is really what like, oh, she's like snapped and she's oh, gone full crazy. Okay. So this is like a crazy bitch. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's actually insane. So. The video starts off with baby put on your heart shaped sunglasses because we're going to take a ride and right there buckle up because we're going to take a ride and that's what we did. Also, this whole video, I wanted it to be like kind of filmed on like a VHS tape, like grainy, grungy. So there's like little glitches over the um, yeah. video as well. It almost gives like a home video effect. Yeah, like, like kind of like spying on yeah. the girl. That's like kind of the vibe I wanted. So. First scene, she's driving, and where did we drive to? We drive to the gas station. But the gas station that we went to is so fucking cute. It had, like, checkered floors. And, like, the way we filmed it was, like, 
we know it was a gas station, but it could have been like a liquor store maybe or something like that. Yeah, you know? it definitely actually the place that we're talking about definitely does kind of give liquor store vibes. And it's like the most famous gas station in our college town. Like literally people have done graduation pictures in there before because it's that iconic in our town. But it has these really cute green and white checkered floors, which like played into everything. And it's got that like this building was definitely built in the 80s or something. So it's an old grungy dirty gas station kind of vibe and it just fit perfectly it played in perfectly exactly and chloe's wearing this like white tube top and some denim shorts and she buys her some beer we got some cigarettes we got a red lighter she had her red nails on that basically sets the scene like she's going to get some alcohol she's like getting some cigarettes like something she doesn't have because she's normally not like this so she had to prepare herself for what's to come so then we go outside and we have like shots of like her red nails holding the cigarette like just the shots are so good. Like, we're just, like, mm -hmm. trying to, like, create the story, but also get some, like, B-roll shots of, like, some fun different clips and, like... Making it vibey, making it aesthetic, making it, like... Honestly, it even reminded me... It really is, like, very vi music video-esque. And yeah. it honestly reminds me a little bit of something, like, a Lana Del Rey music video would be like. And it also almost... This might be, like, so weird, and you may, might be like, what the hell? What, is, what do you mean by that? But it almost gives, like some American horror story vibes of like the film style and the scenes and like the random things that you're focusing on with the camera. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's a, it gives you like, what is happening? What is she up to? Exactly. But we also do a little bit of foreshadowing because then after mm -hmm. those little shots, Chloe gets back in the car and we do some like, we show like the stop sign. We focus on stop a lot, like mm -hmm. trying like, to like foreshadow, like, like this. don't do this. But then we also have Chloe like in front of my car, like smoking her cigarette, like making her way back. To the second location which shout out to mitchell for letting us use his bathroom <laughs> we literally <laughs> transformed it to like try to be bougie and like glamorous so that was super fun and that leads us to the second scene where chloe's like in a bathrobe with her like towel on her head like but also like full beat like she's like glam 90s model in the scene and i think this might be my favorite set of like clips. my favorite clips that we did so we had the idea of like filling a cup up with glitter and having Chloe like drink the glitter with like cherries and glitter. Like it looks like a martini, but yeah. it's got like glitter in there. So it's just like also like what the fuck is she drinking? Like literally, what is like what is like this bitch is crazy like drinking glitter. She has like cherries with bright red lipstick on. So it all taps mm -hmm. into like bougie because we want this woman to look rich. Also like Chloe had like a Louis Vuitton bag in the beginning because like we're trying to create the idea of like this woman would never normally do this, this but she's been driven. Her right like basically she's snapped yeah exactly like she's in the middle of some kind of a breakdown exactly also i was kind of scared because this was a school project so we have like beer it, cigarettes like it was she's a little like, risky yeah i really said oh, fuck it i'm going there like this is my work and i'm not going to be held back by any like anything so we really went full creative guys chloe's watching the video right now so we're kind of going scene by scene and we're like showing each other some of our favorite parts yes so when i get the beer and the cigs this is one of my favorite scenes this shot just my hand like out the window and, you and the know. zoom in yes yeah so again like it also is giving like small town kind of you've definitely seen at some point people just hanging outside the liquor store or the gas station drinking like there's a very specific vibe to those types of people and like what's going on like 
why is it that you have nowhere else better to go drink your beer that you just bought than right here? Exactly. And and in this music video, I'm doing it by myself, which give, like is even weirder. It's like, why is she sitting there drinking and smoking by herself? Like, why is she so down bad that she got to crack open her beer the second? At the store. She leaves the door. Yeah. So all of that, too, is just building, like, as someone like me who watches music videos and art and things like this and I'm inquisitive and I enjoy art, I'm always thinking like, what's going on? What's the story here? What's the background? Like, what does this mean? What is the meaning behind this shot? What's the meaning behind that? And I really feel like you captured it perfectly and I feel like you really did have, have meaning behind everything. And we're still like going through the video, but like Garrett said, from the very beginning, he had this idea of like sort of a storyline and I feel that he did a very good job of executing that storyline. Well, I appreciate it. We did a good thing. Because, bitch, you're the star. <laughs> so the next thing, like I said, was in the bathroom. And this is where things, I think, really get to twisting. Because, like I said, Chloe's, like, putting on lipstick. But then we also have, like, flashes of her, like, smearing the, like, red lipstick on the mirror. So just, like, little things, like, quick little b-roll shots of like a 0.5 seconds that kind of like show you like wait this bitch is going more and more insane as we go on with this music video and the bathroom scenes to me we've never talked about this before but they also almost give me a vibe or a feeling of like okay she doesn't think she's coming back after this it gives me a feeling of like she's getting ready and she's going to go do something and she might never come home and she knows that. Like she's having her last little bit of fun while she can't because... Like it's the last hoorah. And like one thing that's historically accurate is like women who kill and or like women who end their own lives, anything like that. It's historically accurate. Women a lot of the time will present themselves, try to make themselves beautiful before they do something like that. It's just a weird part of our psychology to where like if we're going to die we want to die beautiful yeah so that also gives that other layer like why would you get all dressed up to go and do something like that unless you anyways continue yeah. I don't want to continue. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm loving these scenes like also everyone kind of thinks it's weird but we went we took the creative route of the glitter and it paid off so hard chloe like the it really did a lot of people made fun of me hard for it like specifically me being like ew you drank that because i'm the one yeah like i consumed a lot of glitter that day but i will suffer for art and that's why i chose her like chloe did so good with her eyes like her eyes were also crazy in the, some of the scenes the way i edited it made them like red eyes in it so she was looking crazy and playing the part so well and we had her like touching the wall and just trippy shit like we're kind of tapping into the American Horror Story, but also it kind of gives me Black Swan a little bit when she's in the bathroom. Like, just like weird shit's going on. She's also definitely intoxicated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something. Like, she's definitely getting to that level where she's not necessarily in her right mind right now. Exactly. And then what do we do in not in her right mind? She gets in the car and drives herself. Which, With bitch. a little lollipop. <laughs> the lollipop I loved because it added to, like, the craziness. Mm -hmm. it, it's, like, one of those things where it's, okay, she's potentially about to go kill someone, but she's eating a little baby pink lollipop. Like, it's that juxtaposition and, like, that discomforting displacement where it's like this is a children's lollipop and then a woman who's off her rocker right now exactly these two things don't go together but and they don't and that's how we did it and she's in her red dress and she's going somewhere and we go to these apartment complexes that kind of look like louisiana from where we're from or like 
that kind of vibe. It's meant to look like the garden district of New Orleans. So. It's so cute and really it really, cute. it set the vibe perfectly of what we wanted. So we start off with like just showing her high heels walking and this is where it really gets crazy in my opinion. We like start doing like a lot of flashes of like stop. We have like a red rose that we burn. We also have cigarettes again we show her like just walking around like kind of stalking someone this is very like night stalker-ish i smoked so many cigarettes for this video you guys yeah she really fucking did and especially the last 30 seconds the song also picks up so it's like a lot of cuts and like you're like what is going on like something's bad and that all leads up to the last shot of me like panning up from chloe's shoes all the way up to her body and her arms are out and she shoots again that's where it cuts out and like she goes and kills her fucking boyfriend that cheated on her like she was driven crazy by a man. I mean, how many times have we heard the story? Without a doubt, those last scenes, the last location, that's where it's my favorite. Literally just watch this with me. That scene right there looks like it's from Pinterest or something. I love that one too. Like, you like sitting out. Yep. It just looks so good. And then the Gucci the bag. Freaking Gucci bag, which is Fucci. The gun, the rose, the burning the rose ended up so good. That was not an original plan. That was like a last minute idea. This scene looks like it's from a movie. And then I I think I nailed the crazy eyes. Yeah. I really yeah. do. She was full in actress mode. She was, I was uh, like, I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to say it was so funny and like weird and sketchy recording this at night walking around with a fake gun because people were like walking up to their apartments being like like it's a college project sorry sorry <laughs> but yeah that was the end of it and like i said it was just so much fun filming with chloe too like we're best friends doing something that we love and like one day this will be our job we will be doing creative things together and like you're listening to something we do together every week our podcast like we love doing things together and this was one of the first times we really worked together and had a full thought out project complete start to finish and it was so fun and i have to thank chloe for being my muse throughout this and being so supportive and not asking any questions to be like fuck it yeah we'll drink glitter i will hold a big gun around a <laughs> apartment smoke a whole pack. yeah like she really went full out and i think that's why we got such a good final product because we both fully went there we were both fully committed we both saw the vision and that just shows how much it means to have another creative partner that like gets the vibe and have how special this relationship is. And I'm so grateful for you. And it would have never turned out the way it did if I didn't have you. So I thank you for that. Uh, well, I thank you for choosing me because I also had so much fun doing this. And to this day, this is something I'm really proud of. Like Same. it yeah. was your project, but we did work on it together. And like, I'm proud of the way it came out. I still like, it's on my Instagram. I think that it's really cool. I think that everyone who's ever seen it has been like, this is really cool. Yeah. And I mean, I just loved doing it and I would love to do like a part two or do another music video later on. If you're listening, anyone that is an artist, if you want me and Chloe to direct your music video after you see this, we're available. Like, like and it'll be good. It'll be, it'll be iconic. I will go to the Keanu Reeves, the joaquin phoenix level if you want me to gain or lose weight for a role i'll do it like if you want me to cut my hair dye my hair pierce my body get a tattoo let me know like i am dedicated to the arts she goes full in and that's rare nowadays we don't have that <laughs> 
So Garrett, tell me what it was like, because I didn't get to see this part. Once it was all filmed and you edited it and you, I mean, it took a while to edit, right? It did. You had never, you'd never done it before. It took weeks to edit. And the funny thing is, this all happened. I think we filmed this like right before we went to Miley's concert, Music Midtown era. Like this was all in the same time period. So I believe like we filmed it. We went to like Music Midtown and like had a weeks of me just editing because first of all, we had like a month and a half to do it in class and I filmed it like the first week we had so I had a month before it was even due so I had had a lot of time editing it and like making it perfect how I wanted it and it was funny because all my friends saw me editing and they're like what the fuck like you really went full out like I was the person in class who were like Garrett like why would you do this like you've been extra like now you're gonna make all of us look bad and I'm yes. not I'm not bragging about that at all but like, people did say that I was like I'm sorry, like, it was just fun. Like, I had a great like, time. Like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And it was a passion project for us. Like, it was a fun art project. And I specifically remember Garrett calling me. I think he was still in, like, a lab somewhere on campus editing. And he's like, Chloe, I just had to call you really quick because people have started seeing clips of the video while I'm editing. And they're freaking out. Like, everyone loves it. They, like, it, they said that, like, none of their videos look like this. And that it looks so good and so right off the bat I'm just like like people yeah. love it like it's it's paying off like everything it looks good yeah I was trying to be low-key too I was like trying to hide my screen I was like I don't know when to see it like because I knew I was gonna be <laughs> presenting this and I also knew I was gonna want this in my senior show like my senior exhibition so I wanted it to be good obviously and I didn't want to have to go back a year later and edit it so I was trying my hardest like I said first time editing like something like this ever so I was learning a lot, trying a lot of different things, and I think the final project was so fun, and I love the way it turned out to this day. Honestly, but I just want to say really quick, not to, like, sidetrack too much, but if any one of our besties are listening and is still in school, whether it be high school or college, really, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. Like, if, if it's a low-point project or it's not, like, supposed to be that big of a deal, if it's something that you're passionate about, if you like it, if it interests you and piques your creativity go for it and give it 110 percent because especially if you are in a creative field at the end of the day when you have a portfolio you can put whatever you want in that portfolio it doesn't matter what the project was if the final product came out amazing and you're proud of it and and you think it represents your art style and your creativity like i would just always say go 110% whenever you like you feel like it and you feel like you are inspired because that's what the projects are for that's what school is about and like wouldn't you rather be extra than not be enough exactly and that's what we are <laughs> so weeks went by my video was edited I have showed Chloe by that point and it was time for me to present to the class and one thing about my major is like every project I had to present in front of all my classmates so by this point I was like okay it's like a routine like, I've done it so many times but for this time usually I was like I don't give a fuck but I was like nervous because I was so excited to show people I was like people were waiting you cared for about this. this project exactly exactly I was super excited and I got up there and I was like Garrett just breathe and like be honest and just like the product's gonna speak for itself you know so I remember I kind of blacked out did. she did and I blacked out I black out every time in front of people so I was blacked out but I remember saying I had to thank my best friend Chloe for being my muse in this music video and I remember saying that and just like kind of giving the backstory a little bit of it but I didn't want to spoil everything so I was like kind of give a little general idea and played it and while I was watching it I remember like looking back and like watching it because I was right beside the screen and being like damn like I did that like, I'm that so looks proud good on a big screen like that's where it belongs is like the big that's, screen babes that's another thing too with creative fields like Garrett just said with his degree 
he had to present a lot of his projects, which is very normal for a creative field. And especially like they're building you up so that when you go into work in a creative environment, like a lot of the time you get criticism, you have to like work with other people, you have to be able to work together, you have to be able to take criticism and alter and change things. So that's why they do that in college and make people present so much. And it is a really good tool. It, like it's a really good thing for creative people to be able to like bounce ideas, criticize, like ask questions, like applaud each other, all those things. But I just love like I know exactly what Garrett is saying. He wasn't nervous because he was like this, like he was nervous because he knew how good it was, and like he was so excited to show it to the world and that just makes me so happy to hear him say that and to just like imagine that moment because that is the feeling that you had in that moment is literally the reason why people do art yeah. why artists do art that feeling is like our lifeblood it makes me so happy that all of that happened for you and then everyone in your class was like that was amazing yeah it just felt good like Louis said just to get the positive reinforcement being like yeah like you did the damn thing. So it was really fun. And to this day, I'm still so proud of it. Like I said, I included it in my senior show and people were still like, Garrett, this is insane. Like, I cannot believe you did that, especially for that class. Like no one took that class serious, but like, except for me, because of course I'm the extra bitch, but it was so <laughs> fun. And I'm so happy to have this. And I will show this to my kids. I will show this to Chloe's kids. Like I am so proud of this and it's iconic. I think if Lana Del Rey saw this, she would be like, why didn't I make a music video for Diet Mountain Dew? with the director being you. <laughs> I feel like if Lana saw it, I think she would be really happy to see that her music inspired her fans to do something else with her music that's creative and artistic as well. I'm so passionate about it. I was so excited to talk about this theme, this topic, this main course today because it excites me. It's been a long time since I've gotten to work on a project of any kind really that was creative and it's just so energizing yeah. to do something like that. And then for it to come out the way that you want and the way that you're happy with it, it's just, it's the best. And we really hope that you guys go and check it out and that you enjoy it. Cause like we said, we did work hard on it. We had such a great time. We're proud of it and happy with it no matter what. If you do go and watch it, just imagine with a budget, what we could do. Exactly. Like, really. And we're gonna be posting this on Instagram and TikTok. So go tag Lana, her Instagram's at honeymoon. honeymoon. But this could be our way in big guys. Like just know that you can get the besties big. We could be directing like, Lana. <laughs> we we do so much free content for you every single Sunday. All you need to do for us is tag LDR. Please, we love you forever, guys. And on that note, guys, I hope everyone does go check it out and I hope you guys enjoyed this main course because this kind of was like an introduction to me and Chloe developing into other creative ideas like this podcast so who would have known if it never happened what it would have been but i'm so happy to have this memory we probably would have been investment bankers by now <laughs> that broke us away from that but mm -hmm. that was so fun and yeah chloe anything else you want to add before we head out on this beautiful sunday i don't think so i had a really good time talking about that with you and I think you're incredible and an amazing artist and so talented in every way. And who would have known also that learning how to edit that video would help you learn how to edit this pod in the future? Who would have known, Babs? Hey, it's all full circle. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> uh, I just love you so much. And I had so much fun today with this episode. We hope you guys like it. Obviously, this was kind of a different sort of episode than we normally do. 
um, just like a different kind of theme. But if you guys liked this, let us know because we have some other like creative fun stuff that we could definitely talk about. And I had such a good time talking to you today because it was a good catch up. I feel like this was a long mm -hmm. episode. We had a lot to go over and it was a fun chit chat catching up episode. So I hope you guys loved it. I feel like we finally got to hang out. I know. I texted Chloe last night. I was like, I miss you. It's almost been a month since we've seen each other. And like, I actually am becoming... I'm down bad. Down bad again. But whatever. We'll see each other soon. Manifesting it. <laughs> but yeah, guys, we hope you enjoy listening. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at EFBF Podcast. And also our TikTok at EFBF Podcast because you'll see our music video. And that's actually really exciting because I know all the besties are going to be gagged, gooped, and so excited to finally see it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, nothing makes me happier and nothing makes me giggle more than when Garrett does his deep man voice. Hey, fuck you. Fuck oh, you. Fuck you. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's one of our little inside jokes that you guys can be let in on. <laughs> if you ever see me and Garrett at like an art museum or something and we're saying, hey, fuck you. It's okay. Everything's all right. It's all good. It's okay. all good. It's our love language. Everything's good in the hood. Well, you guys can find us on Spotify and Amazon Music. Please download. Please rate. Please, please, please rate. And please subscribe if you want to. I mean, if you like our content. I mean, no pressure. Do whatever you want. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'll, I feel comfortable asking. <laughs> so we love you guys. And we love you for listening, besties. And stay safe and happy and enjoy it. Spooky season until next time. We'll see you next week. We love ya. Good. Bye. Bye. Tu mi amore, carne mia. Mm -hmm. <laughs>